his promise. Eventually, she and all the others learned to fly. None of the other little fireflies flew as well as Firefly did, but at least they flew. Firefly spread her wings now and zipped back outside. She loved the feel of the wind whooshing her up into the air. Imagine if she had to plod along the creature path on her spindly legs. Imagine not being able to fly when flying was all she had ever wanted to do. Midair flips, loop-de-loops, figure eights. All these were moves she had made up and practiced. At first, in a corner of the clearing, with Elder hovering nearby, ready to catch her if she fell. And then, right in front of the others. The other little fireflies were too scared to try. Rules had been drummed into them in air safety class since they were tiny. Don't fly beyond the clearing. Don't fly higher than the first big branch of the white pine. Don't fly in the rain. There was air safety class, and there was basics of blinking class, in which the baby fireflies learned how to signal left, right, straight, and right of way. But nothing compared to fear of giants class. All small fireflies were required to recite the three fundamental rules of giants at the start and end of every class. One, giants are to be feared. Two, giants are the enemies of the firefly nation. Three, giants are to be avoided at all costs. But it was hard to avoid giants entirely because Three of them lived in Firefly Hollow, in a house at the bend of the river. Mother Giant, Father Giant, and the miniature giant they called Peter. That was how it was done in their world. Miniature ones lived with their parents and houses separate from other giants. Unlike young and elder fireflies, who all lived in the same hollow tree, sharing their cubbies and eating their snails together. The mother and father giants were dreadful creatures. When they tromped about, their enormous weight shook the very earth. Tromp, tromp, tromp. The giants are out, the young fireflies would shout to one another when they were playing death by giant. Flee! Something else that all the fireflies lived in fear of was the jar. The jar was kept in a special roped-off corner at the Museum of Giant Artifacts, just down the trail from the neighboring school for young crickets. The museum held objects that had washed ashore from the giant nation. A blue knife with a terrifying serrated edge. A spool of yellow thread. Thread that could be used for any number of evil purposes. A huge red shoe, which, if tromped down on a resting firefly, would mean certain death. These were just a few of the items in the Museum of Giant Artifacts. There were sections devoted to various other terrors of the giant world. Among them, games. Games with names like baseball and basketball and kickball and soccer. Games with enormous balls that could roll right over a resting firefly and crush it dead then and there but it was the jar that was especially horrifying to the Firefly Nation. The jar! It contained actual Firefly corpses, 
Once viewed, the jar could never be forgotten. This is what will happen if you ever get too close to a giant, the elders said, pointing with one wing at the dreadful object. Oh, the poor lost fireflies who had met their end inside that jar. What a hideous fate, caught in mid-flight by giants. Giants with their long legs and their reaching arms and their glass jars with the holes punched in the lids. The Museum of Giant Artifacts filled with screams during this portion of every field trip. Screams so loud that they drowned out the constant, robotic chirping from the school for young crickets. Despite the shrieks, the elders hovered grimly. The young ones had to learn what would happen if they got too close to a giant. Giants are the-